so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com again that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for the extended interview with Mel, and she's going to give us a lot of incredible tips. Mel, the first thing is, what is a journalist? Um, I guess a journalist is someone who writes about facts and news for a living, but for me, a journalist is someone who's obligated to share a truth. Perfect. And what type of expertise do you need in order to do this job? Uh, To be a journalist, I suppose you need a deep love of people and an interest in how and why things work and a tendency to question things and hassle people and just be insatiably curious. Um, I think you also need a love for research and fact-checking and a genuine interest in news and sharing that with people. When you are a freelance journalist, how would you able to price your work? Um, I think it varies according to who I publish with. As an independent journalist, I'm not really bound to a kind of company or publication that determines the price, but I think it just depends. It depends. Sometimes the newspaper will have a set a set fee for an article, and other times it's kind of name your price according to the journalist involved. Um, but sometimes money isn't the bottom line for me, and I will do things for free or for a reduced rate if it means that I'll get really great SEO, for example, from a place with strong domain authority or something. So it depends. How would you be able to stand out from a crowd as a journalist? For me, I think having a niche is really important and having a style is really important. Um, I can't speak for someone who has to write about multiple different topics for, you know, a big publication or, or magazine, but I really feel like the biggest people who stand out in the world of writing or anything really um, is to have a topic that they are really, really passionate about and also credible in and a style of writing that people start to kind of recognize when they read their work. So, for example, my niche is Philippine-British relations and I feel like my style is kind of getting to the heart of things and um, I like to write about achievers. So I love to interview people about what they're doing and why they're doing it and what motivates them. Um, because I think people are fascinating. So that coupled with my niche, I feel like I definitely have a lane. And I think it's important to have a lane if you want to distinguish yourself um, and kind of have longevity in this kind of career. Can you give an advice on the best way to ask questions when you're a journalist? Oh, um, (laughs) I think it really depends on who you're talking to. If you're talking to a CEO who has no time for you, then you're going to have to get hard and fast straight to the point. But if you're able to, you know, have a a coffee with someone and really get to know about them and their business or their their motivations, then it can be a much more natural, free-flowing conversation. I think you just have to be quite adaptable as a person to be able to to gauge how someone responds to things and and kind of draw out 
what you need to get from them in a way that is honest and truthful to their personality as well as to what you need. How were you able to find the clients that you were able to have for your career or magazines and other publications in order to find a job? I'm not sure about finding a job as in a nine to five, but I definitely think Google is your friend. So much is available online. Um, I'd even suggest, you know, if you're a millennial or someone of the younger generation, um, I recommend starting a blog you know, treat it as though you're publishing for the New York Times or The Guardian and be thorough and spell check everything and make sure your copy is exciting and engaging and full of integrity and and has your style in the writing. Um, Because, you know, that's like an online portfolio already and you can link it out to people. Um, Really easy for, for editors to just click the link and have a look and immediately gauge whether or not your style would fit their publication. Also, if, you know, if you can't find an email address for an editor or or you can't find um, a contributions page on the website, then using social media is really valuable. You know, being a detective and, you know, searching Twitter for for email addresses or the right person or stalking LinkedIn to find find the people that you want to get in touch with. I'm totally OK with that. What is the most valuable thing that you've learned from your career? I mean, unless it's your job to sit there and and churn out, you know, hundreds of of clickbait articles for different topics. I really believe that you should not force yourself to write about things that you can't find a genuine interest in because it shows. And on the other side of that coin, if you do have to write pieces on topics that you're not necessarily that interested in, find something that fascinates you about it um, because then it will show and I feel like depending on whether you're writing long-form journalism or just a a standard news item it really shows if you have genuine engagement with a piece. Do you have any tips on how to get noticed by big publications and how you can get published there? I would say pitch them something that fits their readers and their content because There is no point in wasting your energy and time as well as theirs if, you know, you're going to pitch, say, Wanderlust magazine, um, 12 best lipsticks for four. Like, they want travel stories. They don't want your cosmetic story, even though, you know, it might be really good. So that's rule number one, I think. I can't tell you. I'm sure you get this as well. Like, maybe random people asking you to guest post on your blog and writing about space travel or something. And you're like, have you even looked at my website so um again i can't even imagine the amount of emails that editors get that waste their time pitching something that um doesn't fit their readers and their content and it's beneficial to the both of you if you just do a little bit of research beforehand and it will help you climb that ladder in terms of getting seen and then getting published also it's not what you know, but who you know. So I definitely recommend taking advantage of any contacts you might have that have previously worked at a publication or maybe their boyfriend works at a publication or they have a friend of a friend. I know for a couple of places I've been published at, it was a friend who's helped me source the editor's email address or given me that introduction. Where can you find the best resources to find more information about becoming a journalist? It depends on where you are, but I think Google is definitely your friend. 
And I genuinely feel like the best resources to um, find more information are reliant upon A, your niche, B, your style, C, your topic, and D, your actual location. So um, if they're if you're in the in a tiny village in the middle of nowhere, then you know it might be quite easy to get into their local newspaper writing for them. Um, on the other hand, if you're writing about the tech industry, it might be really useful to um, kind of find a small scale business magazine that is circulated to small companies rather than trying to tackle Wired magazine or something like that. Now, with networking, is there any tips that you have in order for somebody to get into the networks and uh, and how to talk to the right people? In terms of networking, um, I've never really done the whole this is my business card schmoozy thing. Firstly, I, I find it so cringy. And secondly, I just feel really awkward in those situations. But um, I am a big fan of the cold email or the, the polite tweet or the Instagram comment that is genuine and valuable and engaged with the content they're posting. And from there, I've, I've had some really fruitful relationships blossom. Other than that, I've, I've never really gone into a party and handed out um, <laughs> business cards and whatnot. But if I did, I would just go in there and, and be myself and tell the editor what I could offer them because they don't know me from Adam. (laughs) Now, if our listeners want to learn more about you and maybe ask you a few more questions, where can they find you? Um, If they would like to follow my travels and general thoughts, they can find me on Instagram, which is at Illumination. And um, if they'd like to see some of the articles I'm posting, then you can go to my personal address, which is on Twitter, at Melissa Legarda. Perfect. Thank you so much, Mel, for all of these awesome tips. Thanks, Debbie. Pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Mel. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview with Mel where she shares how to find your sweet spot and appreciate the present. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.